0: This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is the co host of the Broncos Blitz podcast. He produces the product as well. We got sunglasses on, yeah, inside, but why not? Um, The Broncos and our futures are so bright. Jake.
1: Yeah, when you're 2 and 0, you get to wear sunglasses You're cooler. Yeah. We are
0: cooler than any other team. There's 7 teams that are cooler than the rest of the NFL right now at 2 and 0. Only 2 two and 0 AFC teams who are those two 2 and 0 AFC teams
1: That's the Raiders and the Broncos here Stemming in the AFC West. Yeah. The AFC West shaping up to be a quite the division
0: here. Well, again, the both Wests, NFC and the AFC West look like the two best divisions of football right now. Um, is it sustainable? Is what Teddy Bridgewater doing sustainable? That'll kind of be what we'll talk about at least to start the podcast. We'll see what it go uh, where it goes from there. Power rankings to talk about for the Broncos, the Highs and the lows of uh, the power rankings itself, and how I think it's kind of sad and pathetic now that the power rankings are mattering to guys like you and I, uh, and to a team like the Broncos, who um, you know right now are just kind of grasping. You know, we're, we're this is we're two and zero, but you know how sustainable is it, and also like it's how realistic is. I don't know, the, the the perspective of the Broncos making the playoffs, beating the Steelers and the Ravens, who I still think now um, are a, a pretty, you know, maybe two classes above the Broncos. Um, yet the power rankings would say otherwise. So let's talk about Teddy. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to ask you, you mentioned two numbers on the radio show today, uh, that he was 10th in passing yards. Yes. And 8th in uh, what was that? Passing touchdowns. So uh,
1: sitting at number one on yardage is Derek Carr, followed by Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Herbert, Brady, Prescott, Stafford, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and then Teddy Bridgewater at 10 with 592 yards passing. And uh, like, like you said, he's uh, number eighth in uh, touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, behind. That
0: is 120 more passing yards, actually 130 more passing yards than the next closest guy in Kyler that you mentioned. Yeah, Derek Carr um, is tearing it up. He's the MVP of the two weeks of the season, and though it sounds kind of cheesedick to talk about MVP after two weeks of the season, but who's been the best player through two weeks of the season in, in the NFL? It's Derek Carr. Um, I, I you know, I'm looking here, Teddy, tenth, five hundred ninety-two yards, right in you know the mix of again five hundred ninety-two. Uh, Stafford has five hundred ninety-nine. He's four spots in front of, of Bridgewater. So you know, one more pass and Teddy Bridgewater's. Uh, Fifth with Tom Brady at 6 fifty five. Uh, so, you know, what does that mean through two weeks? Um, it's like something and nothing all at the same time. Okay, because how about this one here? I'm going, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, before I get to Baker, 15, 16, Garoppolo, 17, Wentz, 18, Roethlisberger. Um, those are... You know, quarterback ones, high-end. Uh, guys were are supposed to be... um you know, quarterbacks. Well, just looked at as, you know, a franchise type of quarterback. So that's just the kind of start to the season that Teddy is having. So um, I think a lot of people are hedging right now. I heard Tyler Palumbus guy say, um, Teddy's going to come back down to earth. Teddy come back down to earth? Um... I think, like, yes and no. For one, Teddy's going to have some three and some four touchdown games along this way, okay? And I also think he's going to have a game or two where he throws just one touchdown, okay? Maybe against the pick. Um, But I think what everyone's not acknowledging and underestimating about Teddy— is the fact that he's 28 years old he is man I'll tell you Jake I'm gonna be 40 I'm not 40 yet and I started doing radio got lucky was at the newspaper one thing led to another Uh, I don't know cello and then Danny and cello were you know we're a thing for like six years You know, we're one of the most underrated brands in the history of Denver Radio, okay? We didn't know each other, and the rest is history. He's a great guy. He's, you know, um, a good friend now. He does, you know, went on to bigger and better, more money-making things than you do from talk radio. But that was 12 years ago, Jake. I was 28 years old at the time. I was, like, doing, we were, like, doing morning drive. We did afternoon drive. We did every time slot as a young guy at a pretty big radio station. And, um, you know, damn, I thought I knew it all. I just thought I was like, I was like, quite frankly, nobody nobody does it better. better. It's no slogans, just Just great radio. radio. And now all these years later, man, it's like the, I've worked with different co-hosts. I've had different, I'm, I'm, I'm 39. I'm, I'm not a athlete where 28's my best days. I'm much better now at 39 than I was at 28. Jake's even younger than 28. I'm going to tell you how old he is, but what I guess my point is I just, you know, Teddy's gotten so much better, so much more mature. Who and what we thought we knew of Teddy Bridgewater as a player? Didn't really the, the numbers last year. I think what uh, that team was so bad. It's like a wash. It's like the whole season was like where you go, you get blown out. Actually, they were in games. He kept them in games. The truth is, there was no skill talent. There was no Greg Olson, the elite uh, difference making mismatch nightmare tight end. Not there. There was no Christian McCaffrey who drinks up a grande cup of Starbucks daily. It's, it's like, like a, a supercharger, supercharger for his, his ass. ass, and he can run as fast as the flash. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't have any DJ Moore guy. He's like a nice yeah. piece. You know, he's a side piece. He's a, a nice number two, high-end, super high-end number three receiver. Steelers got guys like that coming out the yin-yang. So, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, what did he do? Cover, cover, cover in close games. Um, with a
1: terrible team like with Carolina. With a poop team. So, to me, that tells me that this, what he's doing with the Broncos is sustainable because if he could sustain covering for the
0: Carolina Panthers all season long. Those are wins here with the Denver Broncos. Exactly. And those bro, are wins again,
1: and a, a stellar performance by Bridgewater and in those you know, games.
0: We did this. Um, I don't know if it's worth doing it again. We'll see how much we can remember of it. Looking at Teddy's five starts with the Saints. There was like two two touchdown games, a four touchdown game, a no touchdown game, and maybe like a one touchdown game. It was nine touchdowns against two picks. I'm like, again, like all information that we give on the podcast and the radio, we're about 86, 87% accurate, okay? Um, and we feel good about that. But uh, nine touchdowns against two picks over five games, that's the same stuff he's doing here in Denver. Why? Well, man, you're empowered by playing against a bunch of other dudes. If you're going into a fight and you got a couple of the biggest dudes, you're going to feel pretty good. Rather than if you're running with the Dungeons and Dragon dudes and someone's <laughs> trying to take your milk money at them, you know, l- your lunch money. You know, it's it's empowering and it's easier. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's just the call it what it is. So when you go and play with the Carolina Panthers, um, again, Teddy took money. But not in a bad way. They gave him an opportunity. He thought it was going to be different. The idea of playing with Christian McCaffrey had to be pretty appealing. He never got a chance to do that. Um, Hey, man, that's the nature of the game. you you got to get your
1: money when you can. That's just what it is. That's
0: that's not a problem for Teddy. Um, but it's not, I don't hold that against Teddy at all. I look at him at any way for like, he's been labeled as like this failure or flame flame out or journeyman because of the failures he had with Carolina. But I'm just trying to get everyone to understand that's not who and what this guy really is. And people forget so fast, Jake, what, you know, this guy was with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, Took him to an 11-5 record. The next season, they had, like, real aspirations. He and that team were going to take a real jump. And, like, again, just like the first scene of a movie, a great movie, he goes down with the injury in the first game of that next season. And is, like, the never the same again. And is fighting for, like, not his life, but his limbs. They say his injury was so horrific that and that was the most horrific, gruesome. Injury. I mean, they, I would try, That's a quote from the surgeon in the piece. You know, it's um, for him to come back, have the kind of the courage to come back, and um, and to bring his body back to be able to play at an NFL level. You know, not just be able to like do functional things that uh, on a regular leg, but to play NFL football. You know, it took time. We forgot about Teddy. Uh, the Saints knew this guy was talented because he was in their uh, conference and they saw him play a couple times. He probably beat him a couple of times. They go in there, they rehab him, they football um, graduate school him. Um, he gets actually a chance to play for Drew Brees. He wins all five games, not three, not three and two, not four and one. He wins all five freaking games, um, and it was ready to kind of move on. Still, only. 26, 27 years old when Carolina gives him the starting job. Doesn't work out there. He's 28 years old here with the Denver Broncos entering the prime of his career. Entering the prime of his career. That's the best part about
1: all this is that he's only 28 years old. You know, I was I, I tweeted um, that, you know, Teddy's playing like a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. And, and the Broncos have success in their future. And I got some reaction saying, "Well, come talk to me when they play a teams whose record isn't combined zero and six. Uh, that's including the Jets. Um, so, what I say to that is, yeah, just because you're going against these cupcakes and, oh, the, dude, you and just these play bad teams, who is, listen, you, you play on these you are you play who's on your schedule.
0: These are professionals. The bad team, the Jets, got a handful of players that the best players in the league at certain positions. Every team does." So, I mean, it's easy to lose games. It's hard to win them, you know, so. And when you play against a better defense, Teddy's
1: not necessarily, his play isn't, might not go down. He he is getting warmed up with these three teams. I just think think he's a
0: 28-year-old who's entering the prime of his football career. And in that sport, especially at that position, the brain smarts that you need. You know what we say? It's not rocket surgery or brain science. Um, Actually, it like is. I mean, like all of the things that go into playing the quarterback from the, I mean, not just the X's and O's and the playbook and the the language and the, it's then, then there's the football savvy and the football acumen, like the how, like the smarts, straight up smarts. Then then there's a physical nature of going out there and physically performing and being able to do it. Those, the coming together of those three things is, you know, it, it, it's, and there's, a, that's, who are the best quarterbacks in the league right now? We got Brady, uh, Mahomes. Brady Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, R- Russ Wilson, Rodgers, that's five guys. I'm We're probably leaving one guy out, but then that's just five guys. Every other guy is striving to be the one of those five guys. And no one, unless you have a young Herbert or a Burrow and the guy hasn't flamed out yet, there's maybe five other guys in that situation, right? Right, right. Thinks that, like, th- th- again, you're trying to be one of those guys. Every other team, there's probably 15 or, there's no, not probably, there is, Jake. Maybe even 18, maybe even 20. Every other freaking team in the damn league, Jake, is trying to have and one of those guys, okay? So, so along the journey of trying to find one of those guys, because really, like, I'm not saying you don't have to have one of those guys. You kind of freaking do. You got to have one of those guys to win. Look at the guys who won Super Bowls in the league right now. Name the super guys who have won Super Bowls. It's like all those guys plus uh, Roethlisberger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like those are the guys who win Super Bowls. There's no other quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls in the freaking league. Those are the guys who win them. These kind of really special elite unique guys. I'm going to say this, like in a, just stay with me. If I don't have one of those guys and I don't have the next burrow or Herbert, then I want Teddy and like Derek Carr's in that class. Yeah. Teddy's in the Derek Carr class. Um, I think Tannehill's in that class. I think Teddy is right. Knocking on Tannehill doorstep class and maybe is there. We just haven't realized it or willing to accept it yet. Uh, give me a couple others again. There's, you know what the, the, Whatever you have left of Roethlisberger. Kirk Cousins. Next here. Flamed. Really? Really? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I don't know the Ariana Grande. Right. Next. You know, thank you next. Hashtag, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hash Brown, thank you next. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. Every other team is fledgling with a Matt Ryan. Um. Uh, burning out with a, you know, a Darnold's kind of unique, but no one really thinks that's going to work. No. Um, Daniel Jones, isn't it? Daniel Jones, it's like it's over. You know what I mean? It's just over with. Um, and that's it. I guess Baker goes back in that. Ted- I, I want to believe Teddy's kind of in that Baker class, and I kind of believe fair. that that's true. Yeah, uh, because so, Baker
1: doesn't do too much. He, he just, you know, gets yes. carried by. <laughs> The, the running back duo and does the bare minimum. You know, he doesn't have to go be a world beater by any means. No, for sure not. A, so. a great defense around him, a great squad.
0: And, you know, I guess in the end, for one, I mean, that's the end of one portion of what I'm trying to say. The next is even though, again, I'm, not, I, I'm never settling. If I'm a, a front office in the NFL, I'm never settling at the quarterback position. And that includes if I have... Uh, Aaron Rodgers on my team. And that doesn't mean I go draft Jordan Love, but if I thought Jordan Love was the f- just this freaking phenom of a quarterback, you know, I would have found a different way to kind of handle it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I have right now, I told you this on the show today, there might be 10 prospects who are coming out that are going to be first, second, third round quarterbacks in this draft. First, second, third, fourth and quarterbacks. 10 to 12 guys, okay, in college right now. I have 10 to 12 guys scouts at every one of their fucking games all season long. Every and I'm listen, Covered. Not just, not just watching them. I'm sitting in the crowd talking to the high school coach. I'm talking to the uh the girl the, the girlfriend the dad's girlfriend, you know, or uh, the girl his girlfriend's dad type of stuff. I'm like, I'm watching him. I'm in there seeing, is he yelling at guys at halftime? Is he fired up? Is he cool, calm, and collected? I need to get inside of this kid's head to see if my you know, if he fits into my formula of what I think equals Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, The best quarterback and Josh Allen. I mean I'm I'm never not doing that. I mean like Every, turning over every leaf. If it's a Hineke, if there's that one guy in the league I think Hineke could be, I'd make him, i get him on my freaking team. i trade a fourth or third round pick for him. Even if he never plays it down. Because of the upside, because of my belief in him, and because of the value of the position. I'm, you know, so I'm not settling on Teddy. But, if I don't have Rogers, Mahomes, Allen, Brady, yeah, Jackson, um... Then I'm going to, and I, I don't have a Burrow or a herbert or a fields. Then I want a Bridgewater. Then I want a I car. Like that. Then I want a car. And then I'll a, take Stafford. I want a, a Dak. Dak's in this category. I think Teddy's knocking on the door of elite. But all those other elite guys, except for Josh Allen, have wanted it. Uh, i maybe Lamar Jackson, but Dak could get into that group. Low-end number one, high-end, you know, uh, low of the high-end number one. So a dream, you know what a dream of mine is? Teddy throws 30-plus touchdowns this year, single-digit picks. They win 12 games. All of a sudden, we're looking at Teddy, 28-year-old Teddy, 29-year-old Teddy as a guy who we can try the, again, falls back into what I call the plumber experiment two to three years, where he keeps getting better. He's ascending. He keeps breaking through all of our expectations. He keeps shattering all of our expectations. And we have to see how far we... We now just have to see how far we can go with him. That's what I want.
1: I mean, if he's giving you 30-plus touchdowns against uh, single-digit picks, that yeah. then you have to give him another opportunity. But again,
0: whoever the fucking guy is in the second round who I think, man, we thought he would be... Go at 12, number 12 overall, or 15. We're certain one of these two teams would trade up to get him overall, and he's their number 35 overall. And the Broncos move back into the first round, something like that, to get a guy. I mean, does it put the clock on Teddy? Maybe, yeah, maybe. But also, that's the nature of the business, bro. And Teddy's not afraid of that kind of shit anyways. No. Not at all. He's a true professional. No doubt about it. He's a He called himself a survivor, right? Um, He's a fighter, man. Halftime. Maybe third quarter, DraftKings Sportsbook, a partner of ours, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Okay. We missed out, you guys. You missed out on the $1 bet turning into $200 in free bets instantly. You missed out on that. But right now, you can still get $150 in free bets instantly on a $1 bet, win or lose, on any football game this weekend. Okay. All new customers. Okay. Uh, Take advantage of this. We're, I'm telling you, it's a dollar bet. Not if you deposit 150 and get 150 free. No, 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 no. You heard me wrong. If that's what you think, $1. Okay? $1. So, also, same-game parlays at DraftKings. We put those parlays together, Jake. We're building those parlays all the time. Uh, give me an example of a same-game parlay in a football game. Just so, give me an example of any. So,
1: here on this last Monday Night Football yeah. game, you could have Aaron Rodgers to get a... a uh, over on two and a half touchdowns, two and a half touchdowns. Okay, uh, over on his yardage total, which is probably like two hundred and seventy.
0: Um, and say Aaron Jones, anytime touchdown
1: score, a- anytime touchdown
0: for Aaron Jones. So that's three legs of the parlay. DeAndre Swift, you know, yardage total, whatever. Okay, that's four legs. Um, Twenty-five dollar uh, parlay on a four leg like that is going to pay out three hundred dollars plus. Um, and not everybody does these same game parlays. That's what makes DraftKings so cool, so unique. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code MHS to get $150 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, 21 and older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call one 800 522 247 100, Tommy. Okay. Where were we? Where are we at here?
1: NFL power rankings. The Broncos, surprisingly high. Okay. Well, maybe not because they are 2 0. There's not many 2 0 teams left.
0: Well, let's start where we were two weeks ago when they were the 26th. Well, we, we've been following ES. ES Pions. Okay. Um, but check this out. Um, something we didn't talk about on the radio today. I found another power rankings that has the Broncos even. Higher. So they went from 26 on ESPN's power rankings, which is a, uh, they have all beat writers for all the teams, put their power rankings in, mush them together. That's where the Broncos rank. Okay. Uh, That makes sense? Yes. Uh, Which I kind of like. It's not just one guy's power rankings. It's everyone's beat writers, collectively's power rankings. The Broncos went from 26 to 20, and we thought they could get into somewhere around 15, 16 with another big win and another couple teams losing. Well, not only did they do that, Jake, they got 214, okay?
1: That, that's, a, that's high praise for the Denver Broncos. That's two
0: six-slot jumps in back-to-back weeks, okay? So that's badass. That is badass. Um, CBS Sports has a power rankings that has the Broncos at 12. What? What do you think about that? Uh, I think that might be a little high. Are the Broncos the 12th to 14th best team in the NFL yes. right now?
1: Yes, I would say yes. Um, but I it's think, not too high, bro. I think fourteen. Is right around where they should be. Um, you know, this one has the Cowboys ahead of them, the Steelers, the Packers, um, and the Vegas Raiders uh, right there to get to number ten. So I think that that's about right. Um, I wouldn't really put the Broncos much higher than fourteen, maybe thirteen. Yeah. So the Broncos. I think this all has to do with the the great defense holding teams to thirteen points uh, in in their First two games, Teddy Bridgewater solid play. Cortland Sutton looking great in this last game, and that proving that they can do it without Jerry Judy. I think they'd be right around that number twelve on ESPN's list if they put up thirty plus points. But um, another win, then I could see them, you know, maybe getting into that top ten if they're if they start three and zero. I could see them getting in the top ten.
0: Um. I'm cool with being around the top 10 because you shoot into single digits and the expectations get a little high. I don't want that sum to come crashing down. It's like a team trying to um, – a college football team climbing the ranks, try to get into that playoff, and you get a little – you're seated a little bit too high, and then you get, you know, um, you, you lose and you come back down to earth. You get derailed a little bit. I love the progression. If the Broncos win and they're at ten against the Jets, it's probably right because it's justified at three zero. You're three and zero. It's just the, the way that it is. Um, and there'll be ten other teams that are like have real Super Bowl aspirations in front of the Broncos. The Broncos don't have real Super Bowl aspirations, okay? Yet, okay. Ooh. And again, crazier things have happened, Jake. You know, Rocktober happened here in in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, It's kind of forever warped people's minds of the Rockies ever. People thinking, oh, let's do Rocktober again. That's all they got to do. Oh, they're 500. uh, They're a 500 team. Oh, just do Rocktober again. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a real thing. Yeah, it was magic, you know, literally. So, um, but the Broncos are until you beat The the Steelers or the Ravens and actually one or the other. You can lose to either one of those teams, straight-up justified. No shame in that. No one will be down on them if you do no. it. The split is what you're looking for. It's like, um, you know, it's you're going on the road in the NBA kind of uh, for two. You got the Clippers and the Lakers. You get a split, come back. I mean, you're like huge success. Right. That's yeah, a 0-2 road trip, you know? So um, I think that the Broncos, you split with one of those teams there, you're 4-1. And then you have the Raiders. They're here. I believe the first one is here. I'd have to double check. Double check for us while I'm talking. Please, thank you, sir. And then um, that's a huge game because you're at the third way point of the season. The season's like a third over. That's it. That'll be a crucial, crucial divisional game because the Chiefs already have a loss. So if this really plays true, it'll be for first place in the division. And who's to say the Chiefs aren't going to lose another game along the way?
1: Right, right. And who says that the Raiders are even going to be exactly where Great they call. are Great at call. that point?
0: Great call, but it could set up for something pretty special there. Um, I, mean, I mean, imagine that, those two teams for first place in the division at that point in the season. Um, you beat, again, the Raiders. Say no matter what the Raiders are. Say the Raiders are 2-2 two and two, and two more weeks. But they're still two and two. They still had a couple nice wins. You still know they're going to be around there in the end. You beat those Raiders five and one with two real legitimate wins, and probably with you play the uh, you know whether you lose to to the Steelers or the Ravens, you're probably playing pretty close down to the end. Um, who's after that? After the Raiders, yeah. Uh, after the Raiders, it's the Browns. Okay, I mean, like I can't. That, that's too far. Yeah, that's officially looking too far. But you know. You, we're looking past the Jets already. How could you not? We're looking right past the Jets. I'm willing to, you know, uh, jinxy cat it all the way, you know. Uh, <laughs> we will jinxy cat this thing because there's no way they lose this game to the Jets. All of everything we've done, all of our work here, our life's work this season, goes down the drain with the loss of the Jets. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. It would, like, would just be... The world's on fire. It would. It would just be devastating for us, okay? But, um, you know, who and what this team is right now, it's not... It's not fool's gold. We see a lot of that. You know, it's one of our kind of great phrases that we use in the show is, you know, is, is this thing kind of fool, fool's gold or not? We won't know for a couple more weeks. But they're doing everything that they're supposed to do and necessary to do that they have to do um, in order to put themselves in position to compete for the playoffs. Um, and then some. That's it. That's the that's the goal. That is the goal. And, you know, any extra, you know, say they emerge as something a little, you know, winning more games than we thought, going to, you know, uh, win these first, both of these games, they're 6-0, something crazy. We've seen 6-0s come crashing down around here. So 6-0 doesn't really freaking mean anything. So I love the storyline. I love doing the podcast with you, Jake. That's the end of this podcast. I thought it was, hey, my compliments to El Jefe Del Cocina. Did I get that right? Day. Damn. Okay. Um. Subscribe to this podcast, Jake, where at? At uh, Spotify. You can subscribe on Spotify,
1: Spreaker um apple podcast
0: Podbean, straight up anywhere Anyway, it's the broncos blitz podcast um i'm danny williams jake meyer it's across from me he's at jake meyer radio on twitter uh i am at tweets danny on twitter as well you guys are awesome anyone who listens to this thing if you're every day or if you're the first timer if you you know sometimes we turn it on we don't make it all the way through uh if you're hearing me we really appreciate you guys for doing it um Let's go Broncos! Broncos got to go in Boston over right now. Let's keep this thing up. Uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.